0: When a medical drug is prescribed, what happens to the drug once it actually enters the body? If you found yourself thinking about this and wondering, stay tuned for today's episode because that's exactly what we're gonna go over. So here's the big question. How do you heal your eczema for good? How do you get to the point where you're comfortable in your own skin and aren't embarrassed to show it off? How do you stop using creams and medications only work for a short while and find a long-term solution. That is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Jocelyn Diaz and welcome to the Eczema Free Journey podcast. Hey guys how are you? How is everyone doing? How's your day? Um, Have you been enjoying these podcasts? What are you what are you thinking? Make sure to please let me know so I can just, you know, continue to add value to to this podcast and continue to help you on your eczema journey. Please let me know. You can message me on Instagram at The Eczema Healing Mom. You can leave me a review, whatever you like. Just contact me in some way, shape, or form and let me know what you guys are thinking. I am putting my heart and soul into this podcast and sharing every single thing that I'm learning to help you. On this journey. So, if if you have something you want to learn, if you have something that you need more explanation on, if you just have a question, feel free to reach out. I love helping. So, guys, have you ever wondered, like, what happens if, if we take a medical drug? What happens once it's actually inside of our bodies? I know I have. I've just never known where to look for it, and it's kind of one of those things that you think of and. It just kind of goes into a file, and you end up forgetting about it until it ha- Until you need to take another drug. And you're like, huh, what kind of happens? And then you forget about it. Like, it's not something we ever really look into. And if you've never thought about it, well, now you're going to learn a little extra. <laughs> so as I've mentioned in past uh, episodes, the liver is really, really, really important when it comes to our eczema. Because the liver plays a vital role in detoxifying substances that come into our body so that our blood remains healthy and the liver also assists with supplying the body with the nutrients that are that's needed for our beautiful skin. So without the liver, we'd be full of toxins and drugs and and all these bad things. But the liver helps detoxify and pretty much filter those things out. Right? So the liver is really, really important. I've mentioned it in the past. And it, it's just, we really need to make sure that we're taking care of it. And there's actually two phases of, remember I said it detoxifies substances. So there's two phases of the liver detoxification process. Okay. So phase one is where enzymes make toxic substances water soluble. So they can be further processed in phase two of the liver detoxification. So pretty much phase one kind of breaks down the toxic substances, right? So that we can get rid of them. So that's phase one. Phase two is is where a toxin has been partly processed already by phase one, but in phase two, it joins a... Sorry, I lost my train of thought. So in phase two, this is where a toxin that's been partly processed in phase one joins with a substance so that it can be safely removed via the urine or bile. So this is where a, it makes it meets with a buddy. It's like, hey, let's get out of here. <laughs> and you know, maybe it's it's kind of like you you have a jogging buddy, and that buddy helps you fully commit. Right? You're going for a jog, and you kind of stop halfway. And this buddy's like, no, let's finish. Let's finish strong. Let's keep running till we finish the mile. And it pushes you to reach your goal. That's kind of what phase two does. Phase one partially breaks down these toxins and makes them water-soluble so they can be further processed. And then phase two is like, all right, let's do this together. And that's how they get out. All of these toxins and bad things that we have in our body get out through our urine and our bile, and that's the phase one and the phase two, right? So as I mentioned, the medical drugs, right? I just wanted to give you a little background on liver detox, on the liver detoxification process. So one of a very common drug that eczema sufferers are used to taking or hearing of at least are antihistamines. Have you heard of it? I'm sure you have. So, in case you have antihistamines are prescribed to help with allergic reactions, right? If if you've ever needed um, um, assistance with some uh, like a really bad flare up, you're usually going to be prescribed an antihistamine. And th- yes, they can help, you know, maybe in emergencies or if you have like a really bad case and you need help. But the problem is there's a catch. Antihistamines actually temporarily block phase one of our liver detoxification, which leads to an increased workload on our kidneys and our skin because they're left with the task of the chemical waste elimination. That, because phase one is temporarily blocked, there's a door, there's a wall that's not letting phase one work properly. Our kidneys and our skin are working on over, are being overloaded with a task that the liver should be doing, right? So the good news is, is that there's actually natural antihistamines. So there's the medication, the drugs that you can take, which have side effects, or you can take natural histamines daily to to kind of prevent n- prevent it. You kind of are building up your antihistamine muscle <laughs> so natural antihistamines that you can be taking are vitamin c vitamin b6 um quercetin excuse my pronunciation if if the last one's wrong but these help prevent histamine toxicity so this helps prevent that it helps prevent the build up of of any toxins all right so instead of of blocking phase one you pretty much boost phase two, right? Because if you take all those natural antihistamines, you're boosting phase two so that it can pair up and safely remove any of the, the toxins from our bodies. All right? so the um, during phase two, about 55 to 60% of dietary salicylates I've never known how to pronounce it, guys. Um, they're joined with glycine. All right, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about that more in a second. Um, this allows them to be removed from the body. So once again, remember phase two is where they pair up. This is your jogging buddy. So once again, during phase two, 55 to 60% of dietary salicylates are joined with glycine. And if you don't remember what salicylates are, it's pretty much just a chemical found naturally in fruits and vegetables. Things like nuts, coffee, and just a a bunch. Herbs, spices. It's, a, it's in a lot of foods. And a lot of healthy foods at that. Like healthy, like leafy greens. Um, and different vegetables that are just good for you. But it is the most common chemical sensitivity for us eczema sufferers. So if you didn't know that it's 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 the it's the most common one and it's in fruits it's mostly in fruits and the right now what I'm eating that doesn't have sulfites is bananas and pears. <laughs> so there are things out there that that don't have salsalates that are are fruits and veggies but it's not so much where we're going to need to avoid salicylate, sal, excuse me, salicylates, um, forever, right? The, when we have food and chemical sensitivities, that it's kind of indicating that our phase one or our phase two detoxification pathways are imbalanced. Something's off. So, since these sensitivities occur when when something's imbalanced, the key is to ensure that we're supplying all the nutrients necessary to naturally detoxify these substances so that they don't build up because the problem is when these sensitivities aren't i'm sorry when these um these nutrients these chemicals these toxins aren't being filtered out properly there's a buildup and that's when a sensitivity occurs if these things were naturally being detoxified then nothing then you shouldn't have a sensitivity so if the key is to ensure that, our, our, that we're supplying all the nutrients necessary for our liver to properly work, in the case of sal, um, salicylates, you can, take, um, the vit- the, you can take the nutrients glycine, vitamin B6, and magnesium. So for me specifically, where I love fruits, I love vegetables, and a majority of them actually do cause me some allergies, I, especially grapes. I and watermelon they they make me very itchy and my son as well. So salicylates are a real thing. They are they they're real, okay? It's nothing there's nothing fake about it. If you've ever eaten fruit and realized that you get itchy afterwards, that's that's salicylates. And if you've never noticed, pay attention next time. See if see if your body is is reacting to eating that fruit all right so guys the liver once again is is really really important and now that you know what phase one does and what phase two does and what a drug a medical drug can can do to to your natural liver detoxification process Try natural histamine. Try natural antihistamines. Try and build up that antihistamine muscle so that you won't have to take a prescribed antihistamine that can hurt your liver, right? Try and take those nutrients that are going to support your liver and support the the detoxification process of salicylates, right? We can, we can take control and... And start to, to support our own liver function. And the good thing is, step one is to simply get informed. And that's what you just did. So woohoo, step one, done. Now you actually got to take action on what I said. <laughs> As I mentioned all the time, I'm sure I get annoying. But I just want to ensure that you guys aren't just listening and not moving forward. We want to continue to move forward. So I encourage you to to try these natural antihistamines, try and, and increase those nutrients, um and see if you see a difference. Now this isn't gonna this isn't something where you're just gonna start taking glycine, vitamin B six, and magnesium and you can start eating all the fruits in the world. No. It does take time. But know that if you start now in maybe I'd give it a few weeks, to be honest. You can try a fruit that you know is causing you harm and see if it still causes you harm after you've increased these nutrients that are going to help continue to detoxify the salicylates that come from the fruit. So pretty much, guys, just take action. Take everything I said in this podcast and actually do something with it because that's how we're going to see real results at the end of the day guys by taking action so I know this podcast was a little more scientific and was explaining things on a on a more scientific level but sometimes we need to understand the science side in order to be able to to take action and and fully understand what's going on inside of our bodies so guys if you ever wonder what happens when when some when we take a medical drug that's it phase one and phase two so let's help our livers let's help our bodies and let's support it um by just feeding it all the good stuff so guys that's it for today i hope you enjoyed if um if you haven't already make sure you download my free eczema diet cookbook um we have uh over 15 eczema safe recipes that are on there that are just gonna um, pretty much help you get started on this journey and you can uh, You can just kind of start implementing some of these recipes. Start using one here and there, maybe two, maybe three, maybe four. And, guys, there's desserts on there. There's red velvet cupcakes, and there's also, like, a a sweet potato toast. And those are freaking delicious. So, before I just go off on another tangent talking about the recipes, (laughs) um, you can download this. I'm going to leave a link in the show notes. Just um, click that link. And you can get yours, and it's completely free, guys. This is what I started with when I was healing my son's eczema. This is what I started with with my own eczema that I'm healing, and and it's just it's free. It's for you guys. I created it because I I thought it was really helpful. I'm just trying to share it with you guys. So make sure you click on that link right now, um, and get your own copy. And if you haven't already, guys, subscribe, leave me a review, let me know what you're liking, and um, you can follow me on the Eczema Healing Mom at in on instagram and uh, just join me on my daily journeys and if you have any questions please ask away um i'm here at your disposal i'm here to help you guys out we're gonna heal our eczema together and that's it for today's podcast guys i will see you on tomorrow's podcast